After three years of work, our follow-up to the Meat Eater Fish and Game Cookbook is here. It's the Meat Eater Outdoor Cookbook, wild game recipes for the grill, smoker, campfire, and camp stove. Here is your book for everything that's best cooked or eaten outside, from grilling to open fire cooking to Dutch ovens to smokers to barbecue to backpacking meals to how to pull off the perfect fish fry with pit stops along the way for lessons about Ice Age cooking methods and the best five ways to construct a cooking fire you can be proud of. And of course, we're focusing on wild game and fish here with over 100 recipes, including stuffed venison burgers three ways, wild duck with ahi verde sauce, a jerky made with cola, a gin and tonic made with fire charred lemons, and grilled frog legs made with a sticky sweet sauce. This ain't your normal cookbook, so be prepared to be surprised. Get your copy now. For more info, visit TheMeatEater.com or buy it wherever books are sold. It's a Meat Eater Podcast. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newarth, and today we're joined by Steve Ranella, Giannis Patelis, Hayden Samick, Hunter Spencer, Garrett Long, and Randall Williams. Now, Randall, this is your first time on the show, so tell folks what you do here at Meat Eater. I uh, am a senior editor working on uh, book projects and audio originals. I like it. And uh, Steve, you probably know Randall best, so how do you think he's going to perform in this arena? I think he'll he'll do strong. (laughs) But (laughs) but. I I, I, I honestly, just to be, I mean, I honestly, I, I think I'll beat him. Okay. You'll do strong, but mm. you're going to beat him. Oh, has anybody ever done like a little Calcutta in one of these trivia games? Mm. Oh, that'd be good. We, we had I, a... think, I think Randall is going to be up there in like Yanni class. Okay. <laughs> what would be the classes? Go through the tiers for us here. <laughs> Top t- tier one. Yep. Me and Brody. Okay. Tier two. Tier two would be Yanni, potentially Randall. And, tri- and trivia guests, according to the winning winning I got to stick up that. for Hayden here. I think Hayden's kind of worked his way he's, up. No, he's an emerging two. threat. I think uh, he's he sits upper three, low two. Like, like if, the... if like Seth is down in a if Seth is down in a tier three, that would that would necessitate like a point five, and Hayden's in that zone. Sure, okay. yeah. working your way an up. Emerging threat. I feel I'm, like I'm, I'm the upper Seth half of a Yanni class. You know, you think you're better than Yanni. Well, Yanni's Yeah, like, I mean, if there's two of us, I kind of <laughs> feel like I'm <laughs> Now, if you're not familiar, this is a 10-round quiz show with questions from Meat Eaters for Verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking, and there is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. And each week here on Trivia, we reveal a new stat. This week, we're looking at total wins, which is something we haven't updated in quite a while because it's the end of the year, though, it seems like a good time to revisit the leaderboard. In first place, with 13 total wins, is the silent killer, Steven Rinella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you think that's where you'd be sitting at the end of the year? Mm-hmm. That's followed by our 2022 Meat Eater Trivia Champion, Brody Henderson, who has 11 wins. In third place is a man who has come in hot over the last few months, and that's Giannis Patelis with six victories, and that's followed by Clay with three, Cal with two, and Seth, Chester, Hayden, Corinne, and Dustin Huff with one. 
wasn't Corinne's an April Fool's joke? Yes, I won that game. <laughs> she was fed all the answers. Yeah, that, can I put that down on my list now? You already got that win. Oh, I did. You both okay. got that win. Right. And I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't keep doing it if it didn't make you so angry <laughs> every time funny. it comes up. <laughs> now we have some housekeeping to get to before we play. If you'll recall to last week's episode, I told Steve that I had good news and bad news for him. The good news was that there was a Star Wars character named Hammerhead. That correct answer changed the outcome of the game and gave Steve the victory over Giannis. But this week, I'm delivering Steve the bad news. Here it is. For that question. That question was actually an artifact question, Randall. Had to do with artifacts. Oh, I I listened to this. Yeah, yeah. I'm well up on it. For that question. Oh, do you keep score? Uh... I think that was one that Dan was on, so I just listened to it. Dan Flores was on that one. He was. But did you right. play or just listen? I don't keep score. I just kind of... Oh, I see. It's easier to tell yourself that you won at the end. Of the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. like, I feel like I pretty, do pretty good on all these, you know? Well, yeah. Now, for that question, Giannis gave the answer of Hammer. Hammer is a name for the stone tool we were looking at, but there's no Star Wars character named Hammer. Or so I thought. Oh. While researching Steve's answer and the Hammerhead character, I came across an unnamed advanced recon commando who guarded cloning (laughs) facilities in an episode of the 2010 TV Star Wars series, The Clone Wars. This commando didn't have an identity until 2021. That's when Lucasfilm Story Group executive Leland Shi tweeted out that the character's name was Hammer. This was legitimized later that year when an official Star Wars pack of trading cards came out that had the character and his name on them. So, because that tool can be called a hammer, and because that's also the name of a Star Wars character, then technically Giannis got that question right. Oh, come on. And that would mean that him and Steve went to a tiebreaker that episode, which Giannis won. So for the second time in media history, I'm hereby stripping Steve of that victory and reinstating it to Giannis. Giannis, congratulations. Oh How man, the Christmas spirit is back. It's back. Hey, Steve, do you want to uh, personally move those numbers back around? No, I don't do that kind of work. Now, yeah. now, what you couldn't, what you couldn't hear last episode was as I was reading this off to Steve, he grabbed the trophy and updated the leaderboard, gave himself an extra victory, stripped away away from Giannis. So we're gonna have to do that again. Oh my god! Yeah, because in your intro, you even said I was down to s- at six victories. Yeah. Now, now I'm up. We actually back need up to, to revisit the leaderboard. So in first place, with twelve victories instead of thirteen, is Steve Rinella. That's followed by our 2022 champion Brody with eleven, and in third place Listen, dude. is Giannis with seven victories instead of six. That's fine, but I want to point something out. <laughs> Thanks, Spencer. What a I Christmas knew present. My answer. I knew my answer. Okay. Uh-huh. I knew my answer. Yep. He didn't have any idea what he was talking about and happened to be right. <laughs> Sometimes you get lucky in trivia. <laughs> you know, as I was researching this, yeah, I felt bad about how good. flawed the question was, but now I couldn't be more satisfied with the outcome yeah, I don't care. of what's happened. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> What's the percentage of like when Brody plays that he wins? Oh, he gets into that. That's interesting. Yeah, Spencer, had- I, I got to tell you really quick. I mean, I I couldn't believe what I was hearing in the last episode. I was, this I, I thought it was very out of character for you. And now that I I know it was leading up to this, I'm very satisfied. Here is Thank the you. official trading card from 2021 that has the name of this character 
which is Hammer. Nice. It's like Boba Fett. Yeah. So yeah. you're lucky we didn't play this game a couple years ago, Same Yanni. That, that would not yeah. have gotten you yeah. the victory. Now, the Shelby Index for this game of trivia is a four. And with that, we're on to the round. Play the drop, Phil. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? You just tend to win everything. Game on, suckers! Question one. The topic is hunting. Oh, on it, on it. Let me get <clears throat> Doing a board update. Those are magnetic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready. Question one. The topic is hunting. This first great question comes to us via Mike Steffen. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. Who is the Greek goddess of nature, wild animals, and hunting? Is it Athena, Iris, Artemis, or Nemesis? Again, who is the Greek goddess of nature, wild animals, and hunting? Your choices are Athena, Iris, Artemis, or Nemesis. Steve was writing an answer before I even gave the choices. How confident are you, Steve? Very. Very confident. How's the rest of the room doing? Do you guys have an answer? Feel pretty confident. What was that Re- stat about the one that's always right is generally what? The third one? C. C. Is everybody ready? How are you feeling, Randall? Great. Yeah. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Hayden saying Artemis. Randall saying Artemis. Hunter, Garrett, they spelled Giannis, the, Hunter spelled it wrong. And Steve all saying <laughs> Artemis. I'm no emerging threat. They got it. The correct answer is Artemis. Artemis is the Greek goddess of nature, wild animals, and hunting, as well as vegetation, childbirth, child care, and chastity. She rode a golden chariot driven by four golden-horned deer and she was the daughter of Zeus. The outdoor industry my has kids got latched. A book, my kids got booked by her. Mm, what'd yeah. you learn? It's pretty good, man. It's violent. <laughs> oh, is it that graphic novel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Now, the outdoor industry Insects. has latched onto violent this goddess sex. as there are bibs, tents, rifles, outfitters, and more that are named after Artemis. Question two. The topic is woodsmanship. What cosmetic product is often wrongly used as an at-home chiggers remedy? What cosmetic product is often wrongly used as an at-home chiggers remedy? The room looks sort of confident. No quick answers. Randall wrote one down pretty quickly. Oh, Randall, you know this? No, I don't. Okay. You know cosmetic products. I mean, I just, the first one that came to mind. So you got a chance. One more time. What cosmetic product is often wrongly used as an at-home chiggers remedy? Does everybody have an answer? When you, um, when you do mind, would you mind saying what I scratched out okay. and what I have? Please? We can do that. Does everybody have an answer? I like to cover my bases. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Hayden saying nail polish remover. Hay- or Randall saying nail polish remover. Hunter saying foundation, Garrett saying shaving cream, Giannis saying nail polish, Steve saying nail polish remover, and he crossed out, I can't read that, rubbing Rubbing alcohol. alcohol. The correct answer is fingernail polish. I don't think we're going to give it to the people who said fingernail polish remover. Those are very different things. 
fingernail polish. God, this yanny, old wives' man. tale suggests that applying fingernail polish yeah. to affected areas will suffocate the chiggers. The reality is that chiggers don't burrow into your skin, so the fingernail polish doesn't do anything but make your skin even more uncomfortable. The correct way to treat chiggers is taking a soapy bath, using Benadryl, and applying lotion to the irritated areas. Now, Giannis, was that just a guess, or did you know it? No, man. I mean, Giannis schooled that shit, man. You did? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've taken uh, <laughs> a series of baths down, where were we? Missouri? Mm-hmm. Series of baths that were... I had probably a gallon of bleach in them. Oh, yeah. Really? Everybody said, you don't, you don't Dude, do that either. You don't do that either. Us, they're like, drain some motor oil out of your truck. <laughs> <laughs> when, it, when reading. Uh, Mix it with turpentine. Expert takes and articles on this, they Drink say, it. do not use bleach and do not use nail polish. Uh, like I said, bath, Benadryl, and lotion. Question three the topic is public control. lands. This next great question comes to us via Eric Haas. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. What state is home to the Adirondack Mountains? What state is home to the Adirondack Mountains? This is where I... Seems like I a quick answer for like everybody idiot, except man. Garrett. Thanks. <laughs> God, man, I just... I don't know, man, because your dad's listening, and he's, oh, he's, he's going like... to know, like, he's even going to know, like, how you lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Garrett, yeah. Tell, us, tell us what you were telling us before the show about uh, your family listening. Oh, they just, it's just, like, always this defeatism when they call me, they're just like, oh, sorry, man, <laughs> like... Because I never do. They, you bring me they're on like, here like, to show someday, how smart like, other people someday are. Someday you'll make us proud, son. Yeah. That's yeah. not my boy. We can't just fill the <laughs> room. sending me books. We can't just fill the room with tier one competitors, Gary. Yeah. One more Thanks. time. What state is home to the Adirondack Garrett's going to get another set of encyclopedias for Christmas. <laughs> now, how confident are you, Garrett, before we reveal the answers? I would say like one in 50. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Hayden saying New York, yeah. New York, New York. Garrett, uh, I got the end. Garrett saying right. North Carolina. Giannis and Steve saying New York. They got it. The uh, correct answer is New York. The yeah. Adirondacks are within the Adirondack Park, which is the biggest national historic landmark in America. At 6 million acres, it's larger than Yellowstone, the Everglades, and Grand Canyon National Park combined. It's even bigger than the neighboring state of Vermont. Have you ever been there, Steve? Yes, sir. Doing what? Just drove through. Haven't hung out there and done anything. Mm. Can we get a scoreboard update? This is like the only time. Coming in a couple questions. Question four. Yeah, he does it five, man. man. The topic is fishing. America's fourth longest river, which ends at the Gulf of Mexico, was once declared Colorado's best kept secret by Fly Fishing Magazine. What is it? America's fourth longest river, which ends at the Gulf of Mexico, was once declared Colorado's best kept secret by Fly Fishing Magazine. Quick answer from Yanni. Yanni, did you spend part of your life in Colorado? I did. And do you uh, think uh, that gives you an advantage here? Yes. Okay. Looking for mm. the fourth longest river, ends at the Gulf of Mexico, was once declared Colorado's best kept secret. You're looking for its name? The name of the river. When it hits the <clears throat> Gulf. Looking for the name of the river. I read a lot about this, but I never fished that river. Okay. It's a little hint. Maybe. 
A lot of rivers I fished in Colorado. That's right. <laughs> but not this one. Randall, you got this one? I don't oh think God. so. <clears throat> Hayden, you were quick <laughs> with an answer. I, I don't I don't think I got it right. I was trying to work out uh I don't want to say anymore. One more time here. America's fourth longest river, which ends at the Gulf of Mexico, was once declared Colorado's best kept secret by Fly Fishing Magazine. Steve, do we have an answer? Working on it. Dude. Garrett, you have an answer? Yeah, I mean, it's, I would just change it for the next wrong one. Go ahead, <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Hayden saying Snake, oh, yep. Randall saying oh, Rio Grande, Hunter saying it. Missouri, Garrett saying Salmon, Giannis saying Rio Grande, oh, yeah. Steve saying Trinity. We have a correct answer in the room. It's Rio Grande. Giannis got a perfect game. <laughs> At 1,800 miles long, the Rio Grande is about 200 miles shorter than the Yukon River and 300 miles longer than the Colorado River. The upper stretches of the Rio Grande and its tributaries offer world-class trout fishing for rainbows, browns, and native cutthroats. Damn, Yanni's just tearing at a new one Until right I now, wrote man. this question, I didn't even know the Rio Grande was in Colorado, and I would imagine most folks yeah. are the same way. That's why you don't play. You're not going to believe me, but I had Rio Grande first, <laughs> really? but I didn't think it went to Colorado. That's why I like to scratch them out, just so uh, people are like, people like yeah. so people are like, oh, you, know, you kind of had it. Yeah, yeah. Close. yeah. <laughs> Question five, we'll That's get a, a scoreboard update for Hunter after this. The topic <laughs> no, is we're good. cooking. <laughs> Improper canning is the most common source of this potentially fatal foodborne disease. We have Steve and Hayden in a race to see who can write faster, and I would give it to Steve. Yeah, I think Steve, Steve won. Steve was done before you finished. Here's the question again. Improper canning is the most common source of this potentially fatal foodborne disease. The answer is not Rio Grande. Garrett. Or yeah, hammerhead. It's it. probably a disease named after that river, I'd He's imagine. Like Rio Grande <laughs> disease. <Carver> disease. <laughs> Spelling is. Does everybody have an answer? Who's oh, gonna come actually. up with one? Hmm? Did did uh, Hunter lamenting on the spelling give you a hint, Garrett? No. Okay. I'm just gonna go with what I have. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I feel like you guys are really showing each other your shit over there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> Go There's ahead a lot of good and reveal here, your answers. We have Hayden saying botulism. Uh, Randall, I can't read you, saying botulism. What'd Hunter you saying Yanni? salmonella. Don't, don't laugh at my spelling. Salmonella. <laughs> Giannis and Steve saying yeah, botulism. Does that count? Very I, wrong. Man, but you thing. got the answer right. Yeah, it spelled like it's it was a botulism. Russian word. <laughs> <laughs> According to the CDC, about 50% of botulism cases are directly tied to foods that were canned at home. The disease is fatal about 5% of the time. It can be avoided by sterilizing equipment, refrigerating canned foods once they're open, and using a pressure cooker when foods have a low acidity, such as asparagus, carrots, mushrooms, oysters, shrimp, beef, chicken, and venison. In, the, in Cormac McCarthy's The Road, they're in a house looking for food, and he finds some jarred, some home canned goods Bears. on a shelf. And no, even though everybody's starving to death and has resorted to cannibalism, he finds them and leaves them. He's he's do, he's a doctor. Yeah. And for that find, reason, he finds them. Well, he does yeah, that's what he's thinking. Mm. Then he finds the pears, and the kid freaks out. And they find a dried apple. Remember that? 
I don't remember that. If I believe you, <laughs> Phil. We are halfway through the game of. Remember trivia? when they, they they they're fucking with that uh, vending machine and find a can of Pepsi, and he gives oh, his kid yeah. he gives his kid a yeah. sip of Pepsi, yeah. and then or they a find soda. a legless guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, I'm thinking you could talk about the like top two here. Uh, Mr. Long, pick up your phone, start dialing now. Garrett has one point. Hunter Spencer is up next with two. Got Steven Rinella with three points along with Hayden. And Randall, new player, four points in second place. Nice. And in first place, perfect game, Giannis Patelis. My goodness, man. Tier two is at the top. He's stepping it up. I was just stepping it up. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have poked a bear. <laughs> yeah, I could have snuck in. Yeah, yeah that's that got the guy. I was, I was. I was holding my own tier by myself. And I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> this guy, the other guy jumping yeah, like, on my zone. Like, Dude, trying to move in on tier two. <laughs> I, I was intimidated by Randall right away. I had that senior, effect on people. Senior editor, man. That was Brody's, Brody's got, title. Brody's got that title. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, high level. Correlation. Uh, Randall's mm-hmm. got that intimidation thing. He's got the higher mm-hmm. chair it's right the type now. of projects they work <laughs> on, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. After three years of work, our follow-up to the Meat Eater Fish and Game Cookbook is here. It's the Meat Eater Outdoor Cookbook, wild game recipes for the grill, smoker, campfire, and camp stove. Here is your book for everything that's best cooked or eaten outside, from grilling to open fire cooking to Dutch ovens to smokers to barbecue to backpacking meals to how to pull off the perfect fish fry with pit stops along the way for lessons about Ice Age cooking methods and the best five ways to construct a cooking fire you can be proud of. And of course, we're focusing on wild game and fish here with over 100 recipes, including stuffed venison burgers three ways, wild duck with ahi verde sauce, a jerky made with cola, a gin and tonic made with fire charred lemons, and grilled frog legs made with a sticky sweet sauce. This ain't your normal cookbook, so be prepared to be surprised. Get your copy now. For more info, visit TheMeatEater.com or buy it wherever books are sold. Question six. The topic is hunting. This is our Onyx listener question of the week, which was won by Brad Cato. For sending this great question, Brad is going to get a one-year premium subscription to Onyx. If you want a chance to win, Brad Cato. What was the dude's name that lived out behind OJ's house? Uh, Kalen Kalen. Oh, yeah, his, like, his, like, yeah, kind of, like, this guy's cousin or his something. His muscly friend or whatever. <laughs> yeah, go on, keep reading. Well, now he's got a subscription to Onyx. If you want a chance to win our listener question of the week, Kato Kalen. Then Kato Kalen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, like, was, li- like, living rent-free behind yeah. the Juice's house. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a great prize. Oh, I'm it sorry. Is. Do the prize over again. This is our Onyx listener question of the week, which was won by Brad Cato, which is... Who's cousin? Not no no relation. <laughs> okay, no relation. And he's going to get a one-year premium subscription to Onyx. Now, this is a visual question. If you want to see what the room is seeing, then go to Instagram and check out at Spencer Newharth. I'll make it my most recent post. This famous feral hog was killed by a Georgia hunter in 2004. What was the hog's nickname? The room wow. is now Holy seeing the phone. Wow! Like, like, turns out that he. Oh, we'll address it. He, oh, he might have been feral, but he wasn't a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> 
I need the name that this hog was given. One of those big hogs turned up, and a guy, he's all over the internet with this big hog he got, and then the guy that just sold it to him came out, and he's like, I just sold him that pig. And he's got a picture of the pig loaded in a stockade. We had Stephen Hayden with answers before I even gave. Why was Oxley so dirty? Does everybody oh, wow. have? Thanks for saying that. Does everybody have an answer? Hayden, you just said the answer. Yeah. <laughs> does everybody have an answer? <laughs> Change my answer. Your answers. We have Hayden saying Hogzilla. Randall saying Hogzilla. Sorry, guys. Hunter saying Boss Hog. Garrett saying Nuts. <laughs> Giannis and Steve saying Hogzilla. They God, got he's it. on that perfect game still, man. <laughs> you were like, Hayden. I was like, I don't think I'm talking that much, man. <laughs> the correct answer was what, Hayden? Hogzilla. Hogzilla. Hogzilla was originally rumored was to be Hogzilla 12 so feet long and 1,000 pounds. Many considered it a hoax until nine months later when scientists from a National Geographic documentary dug up its remains. Based on measurements they took, they estimated the hog was actually between seven and nine feet long and weighed about 800 pounds. DNA tests revealed that Hogzilla was a hybrid of a wild boar and a domestic pig. Question seven. God, Yanni's on a perfect game. The topic I mention that? is woodsmanship. Be prepared is the official motto of what nonprofit? God dang, man. <laughs> Be prepared. Is that a good God dang or a bad God dang? That's a bad one. Oh, yeah. sorry. Is the official motto of what nonprofit? Giannis, perfect game on the line. Starting to write an answer. I'm going to stay consistent with my last nonprofit answer. Again, in the race between Steve and Hayden, I think we had Steve win. I again, didn't on the answer quick yet, answer. Oh, okay. And he, he did win. Is that intimidating, Yanni, when Steve writes that quick? Oh, for sure. For sure. No, it puts a little more pressure, pressure on you. One more time here. The two words are be prepared, and that's the official motto of what nonprofit? I think I know. Let me see what you got. I'm not going to change mine. Does everybody have an answer? Yep. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Hayden saying Planned Parenthood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. God. Randall saying Boy Scouts of America. Hunter without an answer. Garrett saying uh, DARE, which is what dare drugs are. <laughs> Drug abuse resistance education. Okay. Yeah. Yanni was a DARE member in school. Giannis saying Boy Scouts. Steve saying Boy Scouts. They got it. The correct answer is the Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts. They're about ready to settle a giant class yeah. action lawsuit, man. For like... Uh, it's a sexual abuse class mm. action lawsuit, yeah. The motto first appeared in the 1908 handbook, Scouting for Boys. Here's a quote from the book. Be prepared, which means you are always in a state of readiness in mind and body to do your duty. Oh, wow. Yeah. Were you yeah. a Boy Scout, Yanni? <laughs> I was, but you know, I don't I want to call it a regret, but uh, I made it through Life Scout and I never did my final project to become an Eagle Scout. Oh, really? You got that far? Oh, I thought you were going to say you regretted being a Boy Scout, not no, saying that you... No, I, I was very fortunate because I got to do Latvian Boy Scouts, mm. uh, which always included the Girl Scouts, uh, which made it a lot more fun, um, especially as we got into our teens. But uh, we just seemed to have a lot more, uh, I don't know, we just had great adventures. And it just, like, my buddies that were doing regular Boy Scouts would be like, really? That's what you guys do? Like, mm. ah, we went up to Canada and did this, like, five-day excursion on canoes. And 
I don't know. We had a lot. Of, yeah, had a lot of good trips. I think it could vary by like chapter to chapter. Yeah. I worked at a fish hatchery in college, and I gave a lot of tours to Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. Not usually good experiences. They didn't seem like the folks uh, that were out hunting in the fall and fishing in the summer. Uh, it seemed like somebody had drugged them there mm. to most of those activities. Question eight. The topic is biology. This next great question comes to us via John Happ. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia well, at the Second time, I Here's think one. he's Where's lost a marker. Here's the question. Lepus cornutus is the scientific name for what fictional creature? I'll spell this for you. Lepus, L-E-P-U-S, cornutus, C-O-R-N-U-T-U-S. Lepus cornutus is the scientific name for what fictional creature? I don't understand how there can be a scientific name for a fictional yeah, creature. Yeah, stupid question. Lepus cornutus. Are you going to explain that? Maybe. That's yeah, totally dumb. There's not a Linnaean name for a fictional <clears throat> creature. Does everybody have an answer for what the dumb fictional creature <laughs> is? <laughs> if you, if Yanni get, if his perfect game gets blown off something as stupid as this, <laughs> I'm going to be mad for him. <laughs> I mean, my perfect game was blown by a question about what's the wrong thing to do in this situation, right? Yeah, the you know, like, fingernail polish. What's the in Korea? Yeah, what shouldn't you do in this? <laughs> Does yeah, everybody, that's a good point. everybody have like an answer? Lepus cornutus is a scientific name for what fictional creature? Hunter, you got an answer? Yeah, I've got one. I don't Go know ahead and reveal your answers. We have Hayden saying jackalope. Randall saying oh, Easter bunny. God. Ooh, good Hunter good saying call. Bigfoot. Good Garrett call. saying unicorn. Yana saying unicorn. Steve saying unicorn. Nobody got it. The correct answer is jackalope. Hayden got Hayden it. Got it. Literally oh, I'm right sorry. You, Hayden got it. That's, he's, he's like, that's literally what I wrote. <laughs> Here's how to unpack that scientific name. Lepus is the genus that contains hares and jackrabbits. Cornutus is a Latin word meaning has horns. It was widely accepted that jackalopes were real well into the 18th century, and they made many appearances in scientific texts in the Renaissance times. That's how they got a scientific name. Okay, I like the question. Because the Lepus is in there, you'd be like, oh, I know yeah, Jackrabbits. Yeah, no, 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 right, right. No, per- no perfect game for Yanni. So, have- it's like a select few players. <laughs> <laughs> Only the tier one. Only the tier, tier, tier one players. players. That's really, like, that's kind of like what makes a tier one player, man. <laughs> Steve just entered it about an hour ago, actually. <laughs> Phil, give us a scoreboard update. We have two questions left. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Garrett. Uh, sorry, Hunter. Can, can Hunter and I just combine our scores? Uh, and you are still out of the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Vanilla, Hayden Samick, you have five points apiece. Whoa. Randall, six points. And uh, you're not too far behind Giannis, who's throwing a perfect game with seven points. No, 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 no. He just missed one. He just gave up a, 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 he just gave up a Texas League single. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. My, my little scoreboard puts a little cute little trophy next to whoever's in first place. Ah. And my, my brain said, oh, perfect, perfect game. Question. So, it, like Yanni, nah. really, his he has to really falter right now. Well, he's only one point ahead, and there's only, two questions. Yeah, no, left. I thought he had seven, and we have five. You're forgetting yeah, about Randall. Got Randall. Randall's got six. Our, our, his fellow tier two competitor, mm-hmm. who's one question behind. Yeah. Oh, I think we should extend please. an invite to uh, Garrett's dad. I know him. Oh, mm. that'd be fun. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Yeah, he'd yeah. Play. You think he'd do it? You know, if, you, if your dad comes, you guys can be on a team. 
man. You're just going to embarrass us as a family? <laughs> That'd be the only time someone's ever had a teammate. Question nine. The topic is cooking. The sirloin tip roast has a sporty nickname that's inspired by its shape. What is it? Steve winning the race again, I think. He did. (laughs) The sirloin tip roast has a sporty nickname that's inspired by its shape. What is it? Oh, wait, hold on a second. Giannis, is this going to keep you in the lead, you think? I think so. Okay. Randall, how you feeling? Cut team up with Randall. (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling pretty good. Okay, the sirloin tip roast has a sporty nickname. It's inspired by its shape. Garrett Hunter, you guys good? Have an answer? Doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm just writing something. Go ahead and reveal your answers. (laughs) We have Hayden saying football. Randall saying baseball. Hunter saying tri-tip. Garrett saying spike. Giannis saying triangle. Steve saying tri-tip. It might be. Randall's right. The correct answer is football. Giving Hayden the correct answer. Oh, man. Oh, you said baseball. Yeah, Yeah, it is football. The sirloin tip is is located. I was wondering about sporty. Yeah, he gave us a tip. Is it a baseball top sirloin? I think it's another name. You got that. The sirloin tip is located When you handicap for age, that is a legitimate emerging threat. Yeah. Because I used to argue that it was like, it was a who's oldest contest. Oh, right. That's what I mean. Brody <laughs> so he's been around. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you have longer to be like, oh, I remember that. Which is why I do bat. You know, I've considered doing but that. But he, how old are you? I am at least a decade and a half younger. How old are you? 30. 30. So oh. imagine, unless he gets kicked in the head by a horse or something, <laughs> right. imagine him when he's 48. Yeah. Dun, unless dun, he forgets dun, a bunch dun. of stuff. I don't know. Yeah, it could just start spilling out. I've considered giving a trivia stat of age, since you, you think that's important, uh, but I didn't know how I'd feel about asking everyone their age. That would be uh, oh, delicate. I know most of them. Okay. Uh, just call HR. <laughs> we'll cover that at some point. <laughs> the sirloin tip is located on the front side of the hind leg. It's a good roast Sporty. to keep whole or cut into steaks. If you want to learn how to cook a whole one, then go to TheMeatEater.com and check out Danielle Pruitt's recipe for a Texas-style barbecue venison roast. He put it right in your lap, Yanni. Sporty. Once you heard it, now do you, you're like, oh, football He roast. threw it to you like a ball. Oh, yeah. I used to mar- even mark it on my packages. Really? Football. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, no. Hmm. Oh, yeah. It's baseball, though. No, it's football. Sorry, football. He we threw have it to one like a question ball. left, Phil. Give us a scoreboard update. Well, Giannis is still in first place oh, with seven points, but Randall and now Hayden mm. have six points. So if they get it right and Giannis mm. gets it wrong, God, could have a runoff. Question 10. The topic is fishing. What Canadian province is home to the scallop capital of the world? What Canadian province is home to the scallop capital of the world? For overtime, we would need Giannis to get this wrong and Hayden or Randall to get it right. What Canadian province is home to the scallop capital of the world? Still no answer from Giannis. How are you feeling about this one, Yanni? Dude, 50-50. Wow. Okay, 50-50. Randall, what are you thinking? The province that I have down is on a... Don't give us too many hints. It's on a coastline. So I feel pretty good about that. (laughs) And there's two coasts in Canada. (laughs) Thus my 50-50. Hayden, what are you thinking? 
See, I hope Hayden doesn't get it because I don't want to deal with that emerging threat problem. <laughs> it's not going to go away if I don't get this one question. Uh, it changes the optics of everything. Um... <clears throat> What Canadian province is home to the scallop capital of the world? I can't even tell who I'm rooting for. And I don't know if any of our three contenders have even created an answer yet. Randall, you got one? Oh, I do. Okay, yeah. Randall's but got one. Just, and I have one. Oh, yeah, we wrote one right away. <laughs> I kind of want to help Yanni. I don't think I'm right. Steve, you think you know this? Let me see, Yanni. Uh, I think I got like a 40% chance okay. of that, right? Are we ready? Go ahead That's and reveal your answers. Well you. One of two. We have Hayden saying Nova Scotia. Randall saying British Columbia. Hunter saying Nova Scotia, Garrett saying British Columbia, Giannis saying British Columbia, Steve saying Nova Scotia. Mm. <clears throat> we have a correct answer in the room. It's Nova Scotia. Oh, oh baby. Putting Hayden and Giannis wow. into overtime. Yeah, I got that right too, you know. Steve got it right, but it's not good enough <laughs> to be in the eight club and go to overtime. I, I, I often use a metric that I call the Steve index, and if I write something that I'm unsure about and I see Steve wrote it, I typically tend to feel a little bit better about okay. it. Or at least I know there's somebody who's going to voice an equal disdain Man, you don't have losing. to be nice to him. He was just rooting against you. <laughs> no, I was rooting against him. Yeah. Hey, we, don't even have like a, we don't even have a chip with your name on it. I, I contribute to the, uh, the guest. guest. Anybody not on there oh, you're, your gets, wins are gets in there. lumped in with the guest. Yeah, I guess. Do you so. have a win in there? He does have uh, one. Well, he got to pull his win out and get him his own chip. I would love a chip. We need he's a going to design it. Yeah, we could, he's got two. We could a spot. He needs a there's, chip. There's room for another row up top there. We are on to question 11. <laughs> well, Play the drop, Phil. I mean, to, to be totally frank with you, <laughs> to be totally frank with you, I think Corinne loses her chip. <laughs> we'll just scratch it out. I, I, I wasn't going to say it. On there. Hey, what are all the uh, provinces real quick? Can you rip them all? Oh, isn't there 13? No, I'm not going to oh, do that. 13? I thought oh. so. I don't, I don't know. I didn't think there was Hey, that. you bring well, us some like territories. We'll make you a chip <laughs> down there. Four or five. <laughs> Question 11. Makes a lot of decisions I'm involved in. I don't, I'm not sure I want to replace no, her. Listen, her win <laughs> is not a win. It's like she's gone, you're in. Okay. Question 11. The topic is conservation, and this is a numerical question. Whoever is closest mm. to the correct answer will be declared our winner. What year was BP's Deepwater Horizon spill that released 134 million gallons of oil into the Gulf of Mexico. Hayden already wrote wow, an answer. A very fast. quick answer from Hayden. I think he did it just out of intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> Yanni has picked up his marker. Sink when that happened. Oh no! Eighteen. What year was BP's Deepwater Horizon spill that released 134 million gallons of oil? into the Gulf of Mexico. If the rest of the competitors in the room want to play along and write down an answer, you're more than welcome to. But the only ones that matter are Hayden and Giannis. We have Giannis going for his eighth victory and Hayden going for his second. Wow. I want to win bad, man. Still without an answer. <laughs> That's a good start. Good start. He's like, Hayden's like, I got to level with you. I want to win. <laughs> How much time do I have? Running low on it. Especially considering Hayden had an answer an immediately. Threat. What year was BP's Deepwater mm. Horizon spill that released 134 million gallons of oil it's into the Gulf good, of Mexico? Not a good sign that he wrote down what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Hayden, how are you feeling about your answer? I remember standing in a specific place 
when I heard about this, I could be messing it up, and I okay. also don't know whether this is like when it happened or when like Hayden could walk. There's a hint. Hayden could walk heard about it five years later. <laughs> Yanni, how you feeling about your answer? I'm within a decade. Okay, uh, go ahead. I hope so. And reveal your answers. <laughs> oh, we have no. Hayden saying 2010. Giannis saying 2019. I think Hayden's going to be closer. No, I think I'm dead nuts. The correct answer is 2010, making mm. Hayden oh. our winner wow. and hitting oh. it right oh. on the yeah. Thank you. Thank to you. To think of how far Giannis fell. Let's <laughs> yeah. review that for a minute. <laughs> Giannis on, was playing a perfect game. I had a two-point cushion. Faltered, <laughs> got overtaken by a newcomer, <laughs> and then bested. Who doesn't even have a spot on the trophy. Very impressive, Hayden, that you hit it right Not on the nose. Not even a chip. Wow. I, I think one of the most impressive things that's happened in media trivia is the time, Steve, that you got that there were 35 states with confirmed populations of feral hogs. And when Hayden nailed the date when the BP oil spill Well, can I, can I clarify something on that? Let's hear it. I don't know if the listeners knew, but <clears throat> remember there was a technical issue? That we had, like, cords were unplugged. And, and it allowed me to make a map of America. Oh. Mm-hmm. What do you think your answer was before that? Because we had, I we was, had one of the baseball players, one of the Mets, I think was, it said 37, which was also like wildly close to the correct answer. I, w- I had started out higher mm. and came down once I made my map. Yeah. 35, well done. Hayden, 2010, dead nuts. You are the winner of Meat Eater Trivia. Where is Ooh. the $500 donation going to go? Um... I, I got to find out exactly what the charity is called, but our own uh, Hillary Byrne, her mother was involved in a charity, and I saw uh, Hillary making a post for Giving Tuesday, and I, what, I would, what I would, I would like do? it to go there. You know, honestly, I'm just taking Hillary's word for it, and I remember on Giving Tuesday wanting to donate to it, but... Uh, her mom passed away about a year ago, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, well done, a, Hayden. $500 donation going to, to that organization. A place he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Hayden. It's all right. That's it. That ends our year of Meat Eater Trivia. Before we get out of here, though, I want to say a few words to the audience um, while we close out 2022. I'm so appreciative of all the people who listen um, and the significant others who have to listen against their will. Everyone who sends in questions and corrections. uh, Sometimes I damn near tear up when I think about what it is I get to do for a living. um, And none of that would be possible without the listening audience. They're so engaging. So genuinely, thank you. Uh, It means the world to me that you're listening. We'll be back in 2023 with more of the only game show where conservation always wins. Let's hear some applause for Spencer. Yes, Spencer. This man's here, Greenhouse, has never won a round, (laughs) but just shows up close to winning a single round. I don't care what Steve says every single week. You're wonderful. Don't even get a spot on the the trophy. Hey guys, turkey season is in full swing right now, and if you are planning on getting after it, make sure to pick up some Meat Eater Phelps turkey calls to stuff into the old turkey vest or into your fanny pack right now. I carry a few different things. I like to use mouth calls, and I like to use pot calls. Mouth calls or diaphragms, I like them because it gives you hand-free calling, meaning when you're working a bird up close, you can have your gun on your knee, 
finger on the trigger, ready to roll, and still be making turkey sounds. I like pot calls. I just like pot calls. I enjoy calling with a pot call. Whatever direction you go, including a box call, which I don't personally use too much, but they're fun and great, and I started out with them. Yanni, on the other hand, one of my main turkey hunting buddies, he loves box calls. And what's funny is I'll now and then look to him and give him the look that means get out your box call and find us a turkey. So it's not that I don't like them. I just have Yanni use his. Then I don't have to carry it. Go to Phelps Game Calls. Get calls that are made in the USA and get calls that'll get them close. Find yours at phelpsgamecalls.com today.